Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that previews, pre-watches, and uh, predicts every movie show in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And today is our predictions episode for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And as always, we have our guests joining us. Uh, the guys from MCU Need to Know, Trey and Jude. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hey. How y'all doing? Pretty excellent. Pretty good. Yeah, always glad to to talk to you guys. Have fun joking around. It's always great. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad yeah. you invited us back on for these prediction episodes. Those are always so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it's it's fun. the magic of social media that brings us together. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> uh, this friendship's going to cost us $8 a month now, by the way. Just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay per person you've connected with on <laughs> see it'll work out we'll just all cover each other's expense and yeah. we'll, it'll work out that way yeah. oh, perfect okay cool. Not perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if, if you're uh listening right now and you have uh absolutely no idea what we're talking about we were joking about uh social media just before starting and we don't need to get into it that's fine uh, <laughs> so that's it um you know so before we actually get too far into it i need to issue a correction from the last time you guys were here on our show okay uh, which was a year and a half ago which means it's been bothering me for just under (laughs) a year and a half (laughs) and i've been meaning to ask you guys on sooner but well you know i forget and uh, things happen (laughs) so last time uh, and i should have prepared this a little bit better um for some reason, we brought up Power Rangers, and I don't remember who, but someone asked me, uh, you know, are any of them good now? Uh, and I said, no, they're all pretty cheesy. The original ones are, are kind of good, uh, which I, I thought about it a little bit afterwards and realized I was completely wrong. Um, they've had sure. some ups and downs. Yep. Um, I thought you were going to say they're all bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, <okay>. I mean, <laughs> they're, it's a children's show, so yes, uh, it's... It's bad in, in that regard. Um, but uh, they, they've, they've had some ups and downs. There was a season where um, Jason David Frank uh, came back, um, and that was back in, like, 2006 or something. It was around the time Disney got it. But actually, the latest two seasons, actually kind of good. Uh, I, I enjoyed those. Watching the rest of them just felt like a slog. So anyway, if every, anyone else is listening right now and you were mad at me a year and a half ago for saying that, I am sorry. Um, for multiple things. First of all, that you know, you had to wait a year and a half for my uh, apology correction. I'm also sorry that you still watch that for any reason. I'm sorry, I still do too. So anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way. It's been bothering me. I'm glad. I'm glad we're, we're done. It's been with that. bothering you for a long time, man. I absolutely yes. love that. I'm so glad we got that correction here. Um, well, I'm gonna go watch them all real quick and. And just kind of verify what you're saying about the last, especially the last couple of seasons. Yeah, but you have to watch all, like, what, 30-something previous seasons to compare. You can't just jump mm-hmm. to the two most recent seasons. <laughs> I don't, I'm just going to skip to that new reunion special that just came out. <laughs> <laughs> also cheesy in its own way, yeah. <laughs> all right. Should we actually talk about Marvel? Or Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. I think we're doing Power that. Ranger today. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the, the, the new movie is the reason that I uh, wanted to bring that up. Anyway, yes, let's talk about Marvel, and let's make some predictions. So uh, if you're downloading this episode, or if you have 
uh, downloaded and started listening to this episode, you probably already know what we're doing. This is the uh, predictions for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, or I guess if you heard Tony say that like four minutes ago. So uh, that's on me for just forgetting that he said anything. That happens. Um, so uh, first of all, let's get a couple of grand rules. Starting now, uh, full spoilers for anything that has occurred within the MCU. So all of the movies that have come out, all of the TV shows, uh, etc. Um, next up, uh, just let you know how these predictions work. So each of us here have brought uh, two questions, uh, plus we have three questions that we always have. So it's a total of 11 questions, and we will be going through and making our predictions in a couple of weeks, um, sometime around a week after the movie premieres. Uh, we will release uh, the results episode where we will tally up points and crown a winner, figuratively crown a winner, because I still have not purchased a crown. One of these days I will, I swear. Uh, but until then, it it just, the, the history lives on on our website, which is mcrewind.com. And if you want to yeah. see the uh, past results, uh, just click on the little prediction episode results in the top right-hand corner and you'll see. And I don't have that up, uh, but I want to say... Treyer June, you won last time you were here. I'm trying to remember now. Now I'm pulling that up. I want, I know for sure I'm because I remember we, yes. we had the joke yes. of of taking down Tony's reign of terror. That is true. I remember <laughs> that. Well, I like that it's a list on the website. It's like it's like instead of Lord Stanley's cup, it's like MCU Rewind's cup, right? And you just add the list of names. I guess it's more yeah. of a page than a cup, but you, you get you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's something. Um, so two things. One, it looks like I messed up the styling on the page, so I have to go back and fix that. The other thing, Jude, yeah, you won last time for Spider-Man No Way Home. So let's see if you can keep that, that streak going. I aim to disappoint. I aim to not disappoint. <laughs> we'll, we'll a, a real Schrodinger's box there. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to get a, a point on the board. I want to. I want to make that cup yeah. slash page. <laughs> that's that's good. Well, to be honest, um, you know, when I was thinking of my two questions, I had so much trouble just trying to think of of any. And I, I feel like we all have a lot of either some like common questions or some that are just like out there, just trying to like trying to put something on the on the page here for us mm -hmm. to ask so i feel like it's just going to be a, a really difficult one to predict we say mm -hmm. that every time and it always is mm -hmm. um but yeah because we're bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i was gonna yes. say i'm glad to hear you say that because like i had trouble too coming up with questions and i think there's something about it being like a finality to it that mm -hmm. it you mm -hmm. can't help mm -hmm. but be drawn to the one common question we all have oh yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah definitely all right. Well, I guess with that, let's jump into it. Let's uh, ans answer some questions, ask questions, and then answer them. All right. So uh, because I was the first person to make a list uh, a couple of years ago, mine are always first. So here is the very first question. One of the trailers shows Groot as just a head with some vines and no body. Why? What the hell happened? Um, let's start with Trey. What do you think? What happened? Groot's just so defiant. He doesn't listen to anybody's orders, so I feel like he's just doing it out of protest. He's kind of like in that bridge gap between being a young adult and a tween, a tween, a teen, 
<laughs> so I don't know. I guess he's it's some sort of protest that he's throwing. Maybe Peter asks him to do something and he doesn't want to after all. Oh, I I love it. It's a, uh, it's just such a teenager. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like instead of slam, slamming your door, he slams something and just falls into like a dozen pieces. <laughs> Screwed. I'm just ahead now. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> He's ahead of the group. Nice. All right. I so like that, that's uh, my uh, shot in the like, dark there. Tony's like, okay, I'm going to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Jude, what do you think? What do you I think of? coming off of the holiday special, Groot is trying to recreate Halloween for Peter Quill. <laughs> and that's his costume. <laughs> A plant. All right. I like it. A, a running joke of him trying to do every holiday, like yeah. coming with bunny ears later. Or the thing is, that feels like a James Gunn thing to do, though, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Groot does seem to have a thing for theatrics, because if you watch the I Am Groot special, there was a whole episode of Groot just like trying on different costumes. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, when you have something small and adorable, that's the best thing to do. Uh, it's true with Groot. It's true with Brogu. It's true with my cats. Just put them in adorable things. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah exactly. Every time I uh, put a costume on and then come on to record with the, the camera on here, Tony just tells me that's that's stupid, Al, and then I have to leave and put on regular clothes. But then when I see him, I'm, uh, I'm just laughing, but I, I'll never let him know that. Because secretly it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's secretly adorable. <laughs> All, right. All right. Tony, what do you think? Um, I think... Uh, it's not a joke. Well, it is a joke, but it's like possibly part of the plot. Uh, I'm I'm pulling out. I'm I'm going to be I'm going for a big swing. Uh, I feel like the High Evolutionary found pieces of Groot Senior and tried to unleash them on the Guardians, but instead they became like allies and friends. Hmm. Groot Senior, Ooh, like so from the first movie. Okay. Yeah, from the first one because his pieces are strewn across Andar. Oh, so you think that's a different Groot? That's a different pop, person altogether. Pop. Or different Groots growing from the remains of Groot Senior. Ooh. I like it's a it. Multi Groot of madness. Yep. <laughs> but no, I I want to back you up on that. I think that's actually that. I think you probably just solidified a point because I was rewatching the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and whenever they meet the Collector, when the Collector runs into Groot, he specifically tries to make a deal with him, like, whenever you die, can I have your body as part of my collection? Mm-hmm. So it's already been planted within the series, no pun intended, that, like, people want... that pun. <laughs> <laughs> people Claim wanted the, the remains of Groot. So I, I like that one a lot, Tony. Yeah. All right. Well... I think, I'm I hoping think Tony, it, Tony gets a point. Alrighty, yes. No, <laughs> Jude, what are you done. doing? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, writing it down. Tony gets in with plus one. All right. <laughs> couple weeks, we're gonna forget why, but like, well, it's written down, so I guess we we'll have to. <laughs> it's law. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, and then I'm gonna go. Um, I went with, I guess, the most basic answer. Um, I think that Groot was shot with some kind of weird de-evolution ray it destroyed his body but it grows back throughout the movie so probably like like maybe it happens halfway through sort of thing and then like as the rest of the movie goes on he slowly regrows something like that 
Okay. Yeah, Nebula just brings along some Miracle Grow to kind of help speed things along. <laughs> oh, maybe that explains why he has extra arms when he's shooting in that one scene when he's back to back with Quill. Uh huh. Oh. too much Grow. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's right. All right, I'll jump to your next question because I'm eager to hear people's answers to this one. <laughs> Same. Uh, okay, so a li- little bit of backstory for, for everyone listening. Uh, thinking back to five years ago from now, April of 2018. Uh, we all saw the movie uh, Avengers Infinity War. And in that movie, we were asked a question that we never got an answer to. And I'm hoping, assuming, that we will finally get an answer to this question in this movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So my question is, why is Gamora? So, Tony, let's start with you. Why is Gamora? Well, I'll start off with replying with a question. Why are any of us? Um... <laughs> uh, that's the end of the movie. That that was my answer. Why are I don't have an answer to this? <laughs> yeah, it's it's left to interpretation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just like this will explain the meaning of life. Somehow, it will explain why Gamora is there. Well. Okay. <laughs> I I am curious as to why Gamora. Um, <laughs> no, I in, in all seriousness. Um, there, there is an element of maybe this is, um, I don't want to say an MCU misstep, you know, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where it's like, it made sense for Infinity War and it was powerful and tearful, you, you know, yeah, war was gone, but then there's this element of like bringing her back the way they did or. Are they gonna? I'm just hoping like they don't rehash the Star Lord Gamora relationship that you had in the first one. You, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's like it, it, there's an element of when the connected universe. I might have been okay, with Gamora not showing up in this movie. Yeah, but I think it comes from actually a problem that the MCU has been having is there will be a consequence, and then the next filmmaker wants to just ignore the consequence i saw that with uh the again the end end game with thor going off with guardians and then uh love and thunder the guardians are there for 10 minutes and then go off there to do their own thing um yeah or like the whole movie multiverse of madness yeah exactly um that was going to be my next thing is yeah they just like it's not cohesive so it's a, it's a double-edged sword because people want a director to have his own story. I want James. I want to see what James Gunn does with the Guardians, but it's not coming off as cohesive with the stories uh, in this interconnected universe. So, yeah. so why Gamora? Why is she there? All right. What? Well, why do you think, Jude? <laughs> what? Oh, why? That... Why do I think? Uh, oh. con- contracts. Contracts. <laughs> 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 no. Um. You know, well, I mean, it is it is an interesting thing in, in the sense of playing with the multiverse and we're in the multiverse saga. That side of it actually does, I think, make sense because uh, it is a different Gamora, you know. Um, and so I guess if you're going to do that, let me put it this way and to, to take the why Gamora question. Yeah, seriously, if you're going to go ahead and do that, I would like to see something like just drastically different because it is a different Gamora than what we're used to. Do something that sets it apart. Um, so I'm going to go with that. That's that, that there. I'm going to say that that's what I hope is going to happen. 
mm-hmm. but my thing on there, there's not, and we're gonna come out, and they're like, oh, that was the same Gamora. Yeah, that's that's my point when we when we do our. <laughs> so it's an expectation of of a very different person, but it's it really is the same person yeah. in the end. Okay, right. like a right. drastic change in their mm-hmm. use. Yeah. Trey, what do you think? Why is Gamora? So the first thing that came to mind, I'm kind of glad we we went into the conversation about directorial handoffs because when i saw the question i was like how annoyed do you think james gunn is Mm -hmm. that he had to deal (laughs) with gamora dying in infinity war because i can't imagine that was the original intent with his trilogy so for my quantifiable answer on the board here why is gamora on a like meta level i feel like like I trust James Gunn enough to that she's going to have her own story within it, but I think there's going to be this layer of him constantly poking fun at the fact that somebody killed his character and now he's being stuck with having to fit them back in with the story restraints that, I mean, I know he like weighed in on some of the decisions in Infinity War, but I mm-hmm. think left up to him, he wouldn't have made that decision. So I think we're going to see a lot of snide remarks about like, and I'm back now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, just just so many jokes about it. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be looking for that one too. I'm back now. Like that's... <laughs> <laughs> Can I get double points if she specifically says, I'm back now? Well, our results work like this is if uh, okay. you are... Partially correct, you get one point, but if you're dead on, two points. So if she says, I'm back now at any time, we'll give you the two points. I'll, I love it. <laughs> yeah, which which getting those two points is very rare. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I like how everyone had very different answers again. Um, because, I mean, even though I made the question, I had absolutely no idea how to answer this either. I just... <laughs> like I said earlier, it was tough to think of questions for this. Uh, so I went with just saying what is going to happen to Gamora in this film. So I think that uh, in this film, Gamora has joined the Ravagers because she just happened to run into Craglin and he was like, everyone's welcome in the Ravagers. Uh, And then she's doing this because she doesn't know what to do with herself now that Thanos is gone and she's like missing something. Uh, By the end of the film, she will realize that what she needs is to help the universe, like being a guardian or something like that. To guard the universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll go I into that a little Sorry. I didn't know how much I needed your Craglin impression until today. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Look, every time I see Craglin, I still think of Stars Hollow. So. Yeah, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's my uh, wife's favorite show. And so I've seen a lot of Sean Gunn. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, because I, I think I uh, sound horrible every time I do any form of impression. but yeah yeah. anyway uh, i will go into more about uh gamora in one of my later answers so i didn't want to add too much to that but i feel like that three sentences is already too much that tony's gonna have to read later when we do the uh, results Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. all right let's move on to my questions uh one in a the first in a series of uh, questions that we call someone's obviously going to die dot 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 Mm-hmm. so my first question is are any of the guardians going to die and if so who uh trey let's start with you this time so i feel like 
Rocket is the most obvious choice. Mm -hmm. The marketing has basically been begging you to be like, hey, you're going to cry at this. Like every poster is featuring him. There's a lot of emotional moments in the trailer that hinge on his delivery. But I think because it's so heavily featured, my money is on Drax dying, sacrificing himself to save Rocket. Like, I think Rocket goes full on in willing to to do that sacrifice, but Drax is the one to do it specifically because it would be an inverse of their relationship in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. So that's where my money is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I do feel like the only reason that I see it that wouldn't happen is very similar to the Quicksilver situation. Mm-hmm. But... I think it would actually be really good for Drax sacrificing himself to save his new family and Rocket realizing someone really like someone cares about him. That's his arc is mm-hmm. finding a family. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I'm going to be basic and say Rocket's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Just like sometimes the best subversion is actually not subverting your expectations. That's so. true. Actually, yeah. I, I do agree with that statement. All right. um, uh, yeah. Jude, who look, do you think is going to die? Or what were you going to say, Trey? I, I was going to say, you don't become like the mad titan of these prediction questions that you've become, Tony, without, <laughs> you know, having good strategy. So I like your pick. Oh, thank you. I mean, I don't. I don't brag often, except for when people are listening to me. So, yeah, I do have the, <laughs> the highest score so far. <laughs> All right. Jude, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say Drax. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to hold back a little bit here because cause my question overlaps. No, that's smart because being too specific is what loses the points. Uh that being said, Al, what's your very specific answer? <laughs> you know me so well. Uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> I also say Drax, but it's going to be a comic book death where something weird happens and he's still kind of, sort of, kind of around. Like his soul goes into a computer or, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So like they could just say Drax is gone, but you know, not, not completely if they ever want to bring the character back or, or something. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not so much if they bring if they want to bring Drax back is if Dave Batista wants to bring Def, Drax back. Yes. That's a yeah. 100% why I'm leaning towards Drax. Yeah. Just on a like meta level, it's a lot easier to bring back a talking raccoon with mm-hmm. just throwing money. Dave Batista seems done <laughs> with <laughs> with the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, also how many hours is he sitting in that makeup uh, uh, seat like every day they film right just for that character mm-hmm. probably too i mean at least he gets to put a shirt on this it looks like in this um this movie i was poor nipples i know it's poor nipples <laughs> all right moving on to my next question it's about our our new golden boy adam warlock <laughs> um is adam going to be a hero a villain a villain who turns into a hero, like uh, the Maximoffs in Age of Ultron. I could just keep going. A hero that turns into a villain. A bystander that turns into a elephant. We don't know what's going to happen. 
But uh, what do you think, Al? <laughs> uh, I think he'll be a car that turns into a robot. Oh, okay. But not uh, the other yeah. way around. He's... No, no, no. no I'm, I'm kidding. Um, no, I think uh, he'll be more like an antagonist turned mm-hmm. hero. Uh, like, he, he's not a villain. Like, he's not bad guy. But he's... Initially, when he shows up, he thinks the Guardians are essentially bad guys, and he's kind of trying to fight them. But then he'll realize, oh, hey, they're, they're actually good. They're doing good stuff. Let's team up together to stop the actual bad guy uh, somewhere over here in this realm in, of, of space. All right. Uh, Jude, what are you thinking? Um, this, this one's a tough question. <clears throat> because what what gets what's getting my brain messed up is um what what is Adam Warlock's purpose in this this film mm-hmm. versus what is it going to be longer term MCU right yeah and so part of me wants to say villain turned hero but I don't think of Adam Warlock as a hero type character too mm-hmm. i think I, I think of him as like somebody who's kind of indifferent and in for himself you know like i'm gonna you know and i'm thinking of like the like when i read the infinity war comic like okay i'm gonna help you stop thanos right yeah but now that i got it it's mine and i'm gonna do with it what i want <laughs> you, you know kind of thing and so mm-hmm. uh so yeah so like for the purposes of this movie well, I went when I went very vague with the Drax previous question. This one I'll get a little bit more detailed. For the purposes of the movie, I think we're going to see that villain turn hero long term. I think he's going to be kind of fluid. MCU will use him as needed. All right. Yeah, we don't have like a, with the exception of like Loki. Mostly, it's heroes or villains. I think Loki's the only other ghost that comes to mind. Ghost, yeah, we'll see what happens to all these characters in Thunderbolts, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trey, what are you thinking about uh, Adam Warlock? So, he reminds me a lot about a lot of similar division, where mm-hmm. I feel like both of them are these people who were created and then are left to have to make their own path. And specifically within this movie and Adam Warlock, I feel kind of similar to Al, where he was created for this purpose of stopping the guardian. So he will spend majority of that time doing that. But I think by the end of the film, it will be left ambiguous on what kind of path he'll take, but it will be a big moment of like, I'm, I'm free to make my own choices now. Like, I think that's where he's going to fall kind of in that gray area. Mm -hmm. So like white vision bursting through the ceiling and WandaVision, like we don't know where he's going to show up. Yeah. 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 I, I can see that. I, I do like all your guys' answers. I'm going with uh, villain towards hero, and it's it's going to be villain most of the time. Like, we know High Evolutionary is probably going to be the main big bad, but he's going to be a villain most of the time. But it's going to be literally seeing the sacrifice of be it Drax or Rocket or Gamora too, which I would be shocked if they killed her a second time. <laughs> but whoever, whoever makes the sacrifice, Craglin, you know, he's marked for death. Um, and that will be like turning him saying, oh, these aren't bad guys. I've been lied to by um, uh, Aaliyah. Is that her name? I feel like Aisha. 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 Thank you. Aisha. Uh, because, yeah, he's going to be much like um, Vision as, like you said, Vision as he was built by Ultron. He should be a villain. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the trail off there. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, moving on to Trey's questions. Trey, you want to read off your first question? Yeah. So I think we've all kind of isolated that we've got a very common question. Mm -hmm. So I try to take that similar feel and go in the opposite direction. And that is which guardian is most likely to carry on in the MCU, even if this group is over. So Al, let's start with you. What do you think? Uh, so I'm going to list two, okay. uh, which is definitely bad for me as far as points goes in a couple of weeks. But I think both Groot and Nebula will uh, carry on the guardians flag or whatever they call themselves afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That, that makes sense. One, I mean, because kind of similar to Rocket, Groot's almost a mascot. I would be shocked mm -hmm. if we don't see Groot <laughs> carrying on. Yeah, I mean, Groot's Groot's the easy one, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, as a character, uh, honestly, like, I know he's voiced by Vin Diesel, but he, you can kind of replace it. Like, even if Vin Diesel, for some reason, doesn't want to do the character anymore, you can kind of just get anyone to come in and, and do that point. So mm -hmm. it seems so easy to, like, mm -hmm. keep that character going. And Nebula, I don't know. It felt like a toss-up, but yeah. <laughs> Jude, what about you? You know, just listening listening to... Did you change my mind? Uh-oh. Did Al change your <laughs> mind? Uh, I think so. I So, because I, I was kind of leaning towards um, Mantis. Mm-hmm. Right, because I really enjoyed enjoy the work, um, in both the sequel and the the holiday special, and yeah. we haven't seen a lot of matches so there, but off the idea of what you're saying about Groot, I feel like Groot and Rocket is such a pair that, and it's the same thing. Like it's expensive in an animation way, but you're really dealing with a voice actor. You know, and um, so that kind of makes me lean towards. And when you start thinking about, thinking about like longevity of a character and like marketability, and you want to bring those types of stuff in there, you know, I mean, Build a Bear had a rocket, we have it, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like uh, you, you know, so so I'm gonna go with Rocket and Groot, actually. Okay, okay. Ooh. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Tony? Yeah, um, again, I am uh, stealing an answer from Al, but not the same answer. Uh, I think Nebula is uh, more likely to go on um, for two big reasons. is Because um, I, I, I am going to stick with Rocket dying. So, like, looking at the ones who have connections to the wider MCU, Nebula and Rocket made bonds and connections to uh, the Avengers in the uh, events of Endgame. Um, also, I uh, love Karen Gillan, the actress, uh, since her Doctor Who days. Um, and like just following her um, on social media, TikTok and stuff, she is down for everything, anything, and she loves playing Mantis. Or not Mantis, I'm sorry, Nebula. <laughs> uh, um, she also loves playing Mantis. It's a real, real big problem with Palms from Intel. No, um, it so delays like... shooting where they have to get her to stop doing their lines too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why they made uh, Nebula blue, so they could just blue screen her out when she's actually there saying <laughs> other people's lines. Um, 
No, yeah, no. So I feel like she's down to keep doing this, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them calling Nebula and stuff as backup using the screens that uh, Black Widow was using to talk to Rocket and talk to everybody in uh, Endgame. Yeah, she seems like she would be a good point of contact for the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll I'll jump in here with my answer. I'm with uh, Team Tony and Al here. I'm I'm going Nebula as well. Uh, I think y'all both had really good reasons, but even just like zoning in on her story, it would be such a fitting end. As much as part three is a conclusion to the Guardian story, mm-hmm. it would be fitting that she started out as an antagonist in the first one and very cold and callous towards being this person who has found the family is now leading the family. So I really like that trajectory. And uh, I think they, I think she'll be the one to lead the guardians moving forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought about this too. I want to see a movie of her and Gamora just being yep. sisters and being yeah. badasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun Disney plus type show. Mm-hmm. A long form, the two of the, yeah. A special presentation kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because space stuff is so expensive. It might be presentation instead of a whole series. But yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. Well, speaking of special presentations, my other question was, will Drax's funny little elf man make an appearance? Tony, we'll start with you this time. Uh, hard yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's going to be like, he's going to be a scene of him like, fighting this elf man into cargo hold, but we'll see him in the background. Like we'll get a quick shot of either um, where uh, Drax sleeps and it will be him tucked away in there, or he'll just be in the background as the ship's like flipping and he's just flying through the air. (laughs) But yeah, we're definitely going to see him. (laughs) Yeah. Jude. Um, I'm going to beat Al to this one, I think, and say not only is it a hard yes on seeing that, I think we're also going to see the gifts given to each other in the um, the end of the special. Like all those little dioramas? Yeah, all the dioramas. I think we're going to get that as well. Kevin nice. Bacon's still there. <laughs> <laughs> he had so much fun. He didn't it would be neat <laughs> if, if you see like a, Kev, a signed Kevin Bacon picture of all of them together. Or something like, or, or the post credit scene cool. is uh, Peter finally feeling safe enough to go home and visit his family, but he lands there and it's Kevin Bacon picking him up from the ship to drive him wherever he needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do you one better in classic gun humor. I would not be surprised if we get a cold open and Kevin Bacon's there and the garden is just so over it <laughs> after all the <laughs> heartwarming there. feelings, <laughs> and it's like, dude, just go home. <laughs> I mean, you know, they say actors really are the worst. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Al, funny uh, little elf I, man. Is I, he gonna I, make feel it? Like I'm, I feel like I'm the only person here that'll probably say no. No, I don't think we'll see him. But I do think that they will continue the joke in a different way. Uh, so I think that we'll see Drax confusing other things for being like a real living human being or something like that. Ah. Okay. That makes I sense, like actually. Yeah. So I think I'm leaning closer to Tony here, except I'm gonna go I'm gonna go even more specific because I think Drax is going to die. 
every time a character is going to die, they always have that heartwarming moment a few scenes before it happens to really hammer home how likable they are. And so I think that's where we're going to see the funny little elf man. Like it's some scene of Drax on his part of the ship and he's having a sentimental moment with somebody. And then there you will see that elf just staring at us, reminding us of his heart. <laughs> I I thought you were going when you're talking about the sentimental part. I was like, it's going to be Drax's funeral. And it's going to be all the guardians there and the elf man <laughs> at the funeral. Ooh. That would be Dang <laughs> it. I I won't for the sanctity of the the predictions. I won't change my answer, but for the record, I would if I could. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> so yeah, those are uh, those are my two questions. All right, uh, moving on to Jude. Jude, what's right. your first question? Uh, my first question is, I am crude. No, um, I I I held back earlier. I said Drax is going to die, but my first question is how many guardians are going to die dun, dun, dun. Right. Ow. Um, all right oh, tony um, take, you, take your pick oh. go ahead Al. i picked tony yeah i'm i'm gonna have my cake and eat it too because i before all this happened i swear to god you can look at my edit history on this google doc <laughs> I think it's going to be two. I think it is going to be Drax and Rocket. Okay. I I just feel like Rocket for my first points and then both of them for my second points. But yeah, everything we've been saying, it's like the the writing's on the wall more honestly more for Drax because we know the narrative of Dave Batista being unhappy with um the Marvel machine. And so I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, and then also Rocket because I'm not going against my previous question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Trey, let's I guess alternate it now. Let's... I'm gonna go with one. I really, I really think I'm I'm doubling down. They're gonna lead us the whole way there that Rocket is dying, and Drax will be the last minute sacrifice mm-hmm. play, and he'll he'll be the only one. Okay. I just feel like. It needs to be more than one. And of, of all of them, Drax has the... He's Not that he doesn't have the least connection. He has the least connection of all of them. It's just like romantic relationship between um, Quill and Gamora. Sisterly between Gamora and Nebula. We've got Rocket and Groot have each other. Drax is the outlier. So I think it needs to be two for more of an impact. But That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll I'll just kind of jump in. Um, so I I'm gonna say two, but I'm gonna give a little asterisk because I'm going to explain them. So first of all, there's Drax, who earlier I said will die, but I'm gonna say that Star Lord he doesn't die per se, but he's essentially out of the MCU. Something happens mm-hmm. to him, probably like an injury of some sort. So uh, similar to like how at the end of Avengers Endgame, we know that Steve Rogers is essentially out, right? Like Something happened to him. He's effectively dead. He's not coming back to the MCU. Something to that effect will happen to Star-Lord. So we can kind of count that as like a death of a character. Mm-hmm. It's so funny when you mentioned the injury. The first thing my mind went to was like, 
Like he's gonna blow out his knee and like need knee surgery. Like like we don't ever see those type of injuries <laughs> for all the running that around they do. It's not like they the oh man I tore an ACL. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the closest we've seen was uh, was it Hawkeye uh, having the ear damage? That's it. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was mean, Star Lord's dead. <clears throat> wow. Not an injury. Yes. He's okay. he's gone. Uh, it's gonna be him and Drax. All right. So, so you're for the record, there are two. Yeah, two Star Lord, and like that's why I was holding back because Drax, Drax was the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 I would be, I would be impressed. I'd be impressed if they killed off Star Lord. I feel like that's real bold. I, I but. yeah, but I, to me, okay, I think I think Guardians of the Galaxy two is the better movie between mm-hmm. one and two. I agree. I think. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy one is a is between the two is a more fun watch. If that makes sense, like I'm just oh, I'm gonna have mm-hmm. my popcorn and just enjoy entertainment. But actually, as a movie and story and everything, two is better. And I just feel like Gun and knowing it's the end of this group that. Is he he wants us to cry again, and he's going to pull out all the stops, and and go ahead and make that that bold move. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah. definitely see that. <laughs> I know this doesn't answer the question, but for me, regarding Peter, I feel like his story ends with coming to peace at going home. Mm-hmm. As much as the the death of his mother made him have that hard exterior shell and flee to space, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't see him dying. I really feel like it's just going to be not necessarily going away from the Guardians forever, but being okay with returning home and spending some time there with the family he does have left. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And being picked up by Kevin Bacon to wherever he needs to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Jude. Uh, what's your second All question? Right. Sorry, I started cough there for a second. <laughs> Um, second question, uh, will the newly revealed sibling relationship have an impact on this story? I'll, uh, start us off. Um, I think, yes, well, yes, they're going to be closer, but, like, plot-wise, it's more of Mantis's lineage. Maybe she will be, I think she will be captured by the high evolutionary because he wants his, her celestial DNA. Oh, he's after okay. Quill and Mantis, and they get Mantis. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go ahead and jump in next. Um, I also think yes. I think it will matter to the story. Um, I think that at some point, Star Lord will be injured, and he's going to need some kind of blood transfusion. So they'll take it from Mantis because there's at least some kind of family relationship um, and that saves his life also he will get a small version of Mantis's powers uh, possibly temporary possibly forever I don't know but at least like they'll make a joke of it that's cool mm-hmm. yeah once you said that I was wondering like does he somehow get some of his power I guess whatever that he lost but okay some of Mantis were good I, I like that so uh, jumping in for this question too, the impact, I'm going to say yes. And I think the impact on the story will be 
like every every Guardians movie has the fun in media res mission that they're on. And I feel like the impact that's going to have on the story is that Quill and Mantis are going to be overly annoying about like, ever since we found out we're siblings, this is what we do together. And it's just going to be on the nerves of all the other guardians. And I feel like that's going to be what we we see at the beginning of the film. And at the risk of getting too specific and losing a point here, I feel like we might see that revisited by the end where the stress of whatever mission they're on kind of splits them. And it's that feeling of like, as much as Mantis was was so concerned about Peter like not being happy there were siblings, that it's it rubs up against that tension of like, oh, are are we able to find a stasis of being related and it not being weird kind of thing? Or, you know, just puts too much tension on the on their friendship. Mm-hmm. I like it. We we see them like throughout the movie, stuff like that. Like it yeah. starts out, maybe they they're living together, they have bunk beds. Uh, she's on top she's older um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well i and i i like the the annoying part that, yeah that is mm-hmm. that's very something star lord and mm-hmm. mantis would do yeah it feels like it would be this movie's like it's not ripe yet <laughs> with uh, the yeah. fruit in volume two yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um my own question. I got to answer this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go out on the limb and say no. Okay. Uh, now, and, and, and here's why. Again, for me, I think one of the appeal, one of the appealing things about the MCU has always been that interconnectedness, and it's still that that for me, which I, I feel like they've shown us enough. Uh, you know, Feige and company shown us enough that they've answered it, but it's it's that whole how important are the Disney Plus shows, mm-hmm. and this is just like a one-off special feature, right? And it's like that's that envelope of information is it's like how many people are going to see that that you all of a sudden make that necessary for the next film, right? That or. Is it one of those things that, no, we're, you know, we're truly just going to let it sit on its own. And that's a little nugget for those of y'all who watch this, but we're going to leave it alone in the movie and truly think about the audiences and keep it separate. So that's, that's kind of like the spirit of where that question came from. And that's why I'm going to, I'm going to venture out on the no side. Yeah, I think your thing makes sense from a story perspective that they shouldn't assume everyone watched the holiday special, but from a Disney vertical um, alignment, everyone, we want everyone to watch everything so we can make the most amount of money. It might, I feel like it's probably integral and they're just assuming that, yeah, you should have watched this or yes, go watch Mm -hmm. this now before the movie comes out. Yeah. 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 No. And that, and that makes sense. It really does. Um, Also, let me just throw in one last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to me, I feel like if it is mentioned, it's a rewrite. Because if you think about when the script was originally finished. Yeah. Like, this was supposed to kick off the most current phase. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago. And so, and then you had the whole James Gunn fire yeah, brought back thing. And so, mm-hmm. And so, in that sense... 
Um, yeah, I feel like it'd have to be a rewrite. Like, 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 mm-hmm. was that in there originally? And then you make the special, and then you come back. So I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to change your answer because I want more points than you. But I will say this: <laughs> there is a deleted scene in Guardians of the Galaxy two that um implies uh, that she is his sister and she knows about it and kind of tells the audience mm-hmm. and gun i think gun put it in the movie because it's important but they didn't have time in the movie he wanted them to have like already a sibling relationship at least that's what i believe he wanted them yeah. to already have a sibling relationship so they didn't want to introduce that fact at the start of guardians 3 and then have to figure out what that means for their relationship they could just be there already because of the holiday special. No, and that's fair. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not changing my answer. No, I'm good because I don't want you to. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be the answer that gets me the point that puts me over the top mm-hmm. and has my name yeah. listed. You're right. You're because the only one who has a different answer. <laughs> that's what heroes do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking about heroes, let's jump into our always question and our. My, the first one is, what other MCU characters or heroes will make a cameo in this movie? I actually wrote show because we never changed these questions from previous episodes. Um, Al, who do you think is going to be showing up? Uh, so I think that we will see a, a variant of Kang who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll make like a small cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, but unlikely, uh, this will be a variant of Kang that does not look like Jonathan Majors. Yeah, <laughs> coming real down close to the wire on that one. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a really small cameo, and they worked really fast to hire a new guy. Uh, well, new I mean, yeah. Wait, does your spoiler policy cover Ant Man? Yeah, everything that everything that's been released. And I mean, he is stuck in the Ant-Man. quantum rail, so it, it's got to be a small part. <laughs> 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 Oh man! <laughs> you d- did you see that moto dust? That was Kang. Al gets the point. Yeah. <laughs> I will be looking out for dust. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trey. Who do you think is going to be showing up? Man, as, as much as Gunn likes to be independent of the larger tapestry, like he likes having this be his own story, it was so hard for me to say yes to this. But I think. Like, I still feel like we are going to get another character cameo, but it's going to be in the intag. Okay. And my money, kind of similar to Al, but not quite, I think it's Mobius. I think because mm. of Gamora being from the 2014 Guardians, yeah. mm-hmm. in because in, of the way Endgame played out, that's the 2014 version of Gamora. There's a lot of timeline shenanigans going on that the TVA in some form is going to be involved, and I think it'll be in the form of Mobius. I didn't even think about that at all. But yeah, you're totally right. That's a huge possibility. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. That's my point. All right. Uh, Jude, what are you thinking? I'm torn between two. I am a tray on the Intag, but I feel like we're going to see an introduction to Amelia Clark character in secret invasion whatever that is in that intag mm-hmm. or we'll get to see kamala khan again Ooh. with um 
you know, the Marvels, the Marvels. And, and a couple of things. So uh, not necessarily in movie because of the, you know, off world and stuff, but, but definitely in the end tag, I feel like we're going to get one of those two. All right. Um, I'm thinking for Trey, that... I hope it's Howard the Duck, but <laughs> well, <laughs> Howard the Duck though, for our ruling, I just ruined how... his life. <laughs> just like for Howard our ruling, Duck. Howard the Duck is a Guardians character because that's where he was introduced, so he wouldn't count as a cameo. <laughs> but also, did he Howard the Duck movie, 2026, calling it? I <laughs> <laughs> would be great. I can't remember. Was he in the holiday special or not? I don't think so. I don't think he was. Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't think so. My hate would have zoned in on him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Were you able to uh, pick him out of Endgame before all the, like, freeze frame videos were on? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Trey hates him so much that he looks for him in every show. (laughs) I I gotta figure out. It might have been, like, a anniversary episode we did. All right, well, our anniversary episodes are usually, or have been in the past, me and Al watching something Marvel that was really bad, and then uh, sometimes sober, sometimes drunk, recounting it to each other. Oh, about, that's funny. So I did Howard the Duck a few years ago. And yeah, I think that was our 200th episode. That was our 200th yeah. episode. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen, and I need Disney to remake it <laughs> i because like i said earlier i can't remember if i said this on mic or off mic but i love things that are so bad they're hilarious and that is right up my alley it's up there with the room and the super mario brothers movie as like if i need a night to laugh that's what i watch <laughs> <laughs> and, and just to be clear tony when you say the super mario brothers movie you mean the one from the 90s right yes um i have seen the other one and it's it's not great, but it's not so bad. It's funny. It's it's like oh, it's cute. <laughs> All right. Uh, my answer to this question, um, we talked about this earlier. Um, I feel like just Rhodey and Nebula, Nebula have such a connection. Nebula will either call Rhodey, or Rhodey might call Nebula. We know that he's in Secret Invasion. If he's not Scrollified, because we don't know how that's going to work out. He may be calling his contacts off planet for help, or she mm. might be calling him for some sort of information, Avengers uh, related information. And yeah, they just had that. I just like I want to see more of their relationship after the little bit we got in Endgame. So I'm hoping they should. Okay. Yeah, or or maybe like she's calling him to like to see if maybe uh, he got the gift that she sent mm. him, like. You know, some flowers, candy, you know, stuff like that. Kinda. You want to see them together? <laughs> you ship I, it out? I don't care, but that'd be funny. Um... <laughs> All right. Moving on to our next always around question. Will this show or movie, God dang it, will this movie <laughs> have any scenes anywhere that hint at the mutants or the X-Men entering the MCU? We've had a few little hints especially with Kamala Khan in the main universe. Uh, Jude, what do you think? No. As much yeah. as I want it, no. Um, and only because of it being such a finality for that group. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah, no. um, to me, 
it, it's kind of like where my disappointment was, part of my disappointment in Ant-Man, Quantumania. Yeah. This, you're, it's the, you're ending a franchise trilogy, but that movie's not, didn't wrap up and close stories mm-hmm. well enough that you can watch that as a trilogy and be done. Yeah. And I don't think James Gunn is going to do that. And I think we're going to get that. You're not going to have that. And, and, and also why I agree with Trent and the Intag as far as the cameo, because that'll give you a watch of all three Guardians. Be in, again, interesting what they do at Gamora, but a watch of all three Guardians as a trilogy on its own. Mm-hmm. You know, And yeah. if you start introducing mutants and those other things, I, I think they get away from that. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think this will feel like a complete trilogy. The way I feel like, despite the the fact that they undo it, Iron Man three feels like a complete trilogy, mm-hmm. and uh, Captain America trilogy, uh, it completes his arc of kind of turning one eighty from being complete patriot to someone who goes against the rules. So I feel like those are the two strongest ones. I hope Guardians is up there with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey, do you think? the X-Men or uh, mutants hints will be in this movie. Yeah. I'm following in the same footsteps as Jude. I think by the end of this, this will be the tightest woven trilogy in the mm-hmm. MCU. And if I have that feeling, I just can't see them bring in any other loose storylines like that. And specifically because I've, I, I don't have a lot of comic book knowledge. I have a lot of the, the movie side of things and the X-Men feel very earth-based outside of maybe a scene here at the end where Peter is okay going home, mm-hmm. I don't see them spending a lot of time on Earth. So I just don't see where the X-Men would fit in. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they do go... There's a lot of Jean Grey stuff I know in space. But again, I'm not too deep into the X-Men lore in general. That's a part of Marvel that... Mm. I've, I've dipped my toes in, but I'm not nearly as well-versed as I am with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Al, what do you think? Yeah, um, sounds like I'm going to be the the outlier here. Um, I think that, yes, there will be like a one-off line where the High Evolutionary will make some kind of mention about Earth, and there are mutations there. Um, so, like, it, it'll just kind of be quick. Like, he'll just, he'll specifically say mutation on Earth. Um, and I will also add that it will not play the X-Men 99 theme song in the background. <laughs> Then, then why have them? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do it, do it right. I, I can't tell you how excited I was when it, that terrible came up when they said Kamala Khan has a mutation. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this is the best and worst thing ever. Much like, much like the Howard Duck thing. So <laughs> that's why I loved it. Um, yeah, Al, you're the outlier because I'm also saying no. Um, also, I thought really hard about the High Evolutionary, but like I don't know how I could make like story wise, and you know, James Gunn is a much better storyteller than I am. I know it's shocking, so he might be able to figure it out. But I couldn't see how the High Evolutionary in out there would connect with the X Men here. But I just like think Evolution X Men X Men Evolution, my favorite version of the X Men cartoons. <laughs> but no, I don't see it happening. I'm not going to change my answer, but Al, I think you're onto something. I didn't think about it being like an offhand reference. I, I really think you got a point there. 
Yeah, I mean, they're they've slowly been mentioning things, right? So yeah. I'm I I figure if anything, this is the closest we'll get. So, uh, but I mean, even what like what Tony said, I also have absolutely no idea how the high evolutionary would know, but I I couldn't think of anything. But yeah, all right, maybe sure, why not? Let's see if I get a point or two. <laughs> all right. Um, as always, here's our final question, where we make a random prediction, something that hasn't been covered in any of these questions uh, that we believe may happen. Uh, we'll start with Trey on this one. All right. You know, we've been saying it a bunch. This is a trilogy. And because it is a trilogy, there's certain things that have happened in the first two films that it is tradition at this point. And it would not be tradition if Howard the Duck doesn't <laughs> make an appearance. So my random prediction is at least one end tag will feature Howard the Duck referencing his time in Endgame. Something like him at a bar with a drink is like, you know, I was there when I fought Thanos. And just something like that extent, just offhand as they kind of pivot to something else. <laughs> If Trey's not in the next episode, is because he rage burnt down that movie theater as soon as Howard the Duck <laughs> showed up. <laughs> but he got the points, so you know it's worth it. Oh, it would be worth it to be right. <laughs> uh, Jude, what's your random prediction? Random. Can we define random? Ra uh... Well, it's just anything that's not from the previous episode, from the previous questions, anything we didn't cover. So it's not like. Oh, this off the wall thing is going to happen. It's more. Oh, okay. Something we didn't cover from earlier. Um. Well, I'm going to stick with tradition then and say. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight the urge to have details on this one. Okay. Because I because I'm I'm fishing for the points here. Um. We're gonna open again with a dance number. All right. That I didn't even think of that. That is. Mm -hmm. I I think you just got two points there. <laughs> hey Jude, I, I'm, I'm going to be Jude. Who's going to be dancing? Hmm. I'm sorry. What I? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I, I oh, that, oh man. <laughs> that that's where I'm going to just have to break. I'm not going to say who. And, yep. Yep. That's um, that's fair. And not definitely not going to try to name the song. <laughs> All right, so writing it down that it will be he's saying it's Nebula and he'll be <laughs> dancing to the Macarena, like... the Macarena. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, Al, what's your random prediction? All right, um, stick with me. This is actually kind of a long one. Um, so my prediction is that the Guardians, as we know them, disband and move mm -hmm. on with their lives. Now. That part's probably obvious, but this is where I lose all the points. Okay. <laughs> Rocket finds his kind and lives with them, essentially becoming their leader and caretaker. Drax dies, but it's a comic book death where his soul goes into like a computer or something weird. Star Lord, uh, Star Lord and Mantis, uh, they just keep looking after nowhere. Star Lord essentially retires uh, because he's like disabled in some way and can no longer fight. Uh, also, he has now moved on from Gamora and is no longer a depressed drunk. Adam Warlock decides to start up the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy team. Groot and Nebula join him. And finally, Gamora, being a variant, gets recruited by Ravona Renslayer to help whatever her mission is in Season 2 of Loki. Because she had that whole unknown thing at the end of Season 1. Wow. 
Okay. That's a really good run prediction, Al. I'm impressed. Well, thank you. <laughs> you had like seven predictions in there. <laughs> of all of them, the last one's the one I'm I'm really hoping you're the most right on. Yeah, same. But I'm hoping that for the that this like enough of this uh, just gives me one point. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying the the Rinslayer though. I would I, I would like to see that. Uh, that that would mm-hmm. be neat. Yeah, I, I mean, I kept thinking like, oh yeah, she is kind of a variant, I guess. So yeah. maybe that'll lead to something. I have no idea if Zoe's uh, Zoe Saldana wants to keep playing this character or not. So mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of where I was up in the air trying to metagame that. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll see what happens. Well, with Zoe Saldana, I'm just uh, like I don't want her to move on from the MCU. I want her to be there, but I do want to see her in more colors because she has her natural skin tone. She comes in blue. She comes in green. We need a whole variety. We need a red uh, Zoe. We need uh, orange Zoe. I need a so rainbow wait. Zoe coalition. Are you confirming Zoe Saldana as the Red Hulk right now, right here? Uh, red She Hulk, definitely the Red She Hulk. Okay. <laughs> when we do the predictions for She Hulk season two. I'll have to remember to bring that up. Perfect. (laughs) Um, My random prediction um, is, I think, truly random. Uh, So we know that they go to that planet with all these anthropomorphized animals, probably high evolutionaries planet, but it seems like regular suburbia with animal people, right? (laughs) I think as Drax is ruining everything by throwing balls at small children... Uh, to stop the disruption, we will get anthropomorphized Avengers, either animal Avengers or pet Avengers, but they will be animal versions of our currently known superheroes are going to show up. I love that. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. would be fun. I'm, I'm going to be honest. What I like the most about that is I feel like I'm more likely to get the point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I I think out of all of us, yeah, Jude, you're definitely, you're definitely the most likely. Hmm. The one thing that happens in every appearance of all the Guardians <laughs> probably gonna be in it. No, hey, no. the holiday special. Did it start with a dance? It didn't start with a dance, but they had a cool rock band thing, and the guy had that swinging arm, so it's like I almost count it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bust out that dance move. The exactly. dance move. No, but, I'm, but, I, and I, but I mean like a full on dance, the pause and big flash Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just making fun. I, I'm covering up the sadness that I know that you're going to get two points and I won't. <laughs> so that's why I'm making fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's almost time to wrap it up, but before we do, uh, Trey Jude, can you tell our audience about uh, MCU Need to Know and where they can find you? Yeah, so we are a podcast similar to you uh, covering the MCU. Uh, Since we've been in a lull between She-Hulk and Secret Invasion, we've been doing a lot of topic episodes. So we've been doing episodes like, should the MCU slow down? Uh, Do the Spider-Man movies work without the Marvel Studios character? Stuff like that. And we've been doing fun, like, game versions of our show as well, which you guys, uh, this episode hadn't come out yet, but it is on the horizon, came on and did a bracket, a tournament bracket style episode with us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if you like listening to MCU content, that we're doing yeah. the, the same. 
And uh, yeah, and, yeah. and again, to, to plug the bracket episode for when it comes out, it was a ton of fun with you guys. And yeah. and I think I think the listeners are gonna really enjoy this one. Yeah. No, I, I definitely had a great time with that one. I think Al did too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean if you're if, if you're out there listening to the show right now, if you like this show, you will really like MCU Need to Know. And if you don't like our show, first of all, why are you listening? But second of all, their show is better than ours. <laughs> no, so no, go check it out. No, breaks. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you guys don't have to cover um, uh, the Iron Fist seasons. Yeah. So, I mean, right there, you're you're better off, right? No, like you can make an argument the other way of, of the fact that y'all were able to tackle that season. And... We barely barely made it through love and thunder and multiverse of madness without right? yelling each other's heads off. <laughs> yeah. I no. Oh, we've talked about Iron Fist too much. I'm not going to. That's 10 more episodes in like three years. So I don't need to talk about it now. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to, if you want to find our show, MCU need to know.com, uh, you can find a, a link to all our episodes and all our socials as well. Yeah, and uh, I will have the links in the show notes, so you don't have to remember that if you're bad at remembering names or links uh, like I am. Just go ahead and click on wherever you see show notes uh, for this podcast episode, and uh, go ahead and click the button there. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Trey and Jude, for joining us. Hey, thank you for asking us. Yeah. yeah, this is a blast, and I'm very much looking forward to the results episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be coming out about a week, like we said earlier, about a week after uh, May 5th, which is the release date for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. But until then, join us next time as we continue our trek through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind uh, and give us a five-star rating. You know what? Since you're there, give MCU Rewind or MCU Need to Know also a five-star rating. Yeah. And as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Mm-hmm.